honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Yes, Spotify now. Uh, (laughs) TuneIn Radio, and of course, Stitcher, and Double Twist, and all these others. So you get the idea there. That's not the important part. Uh, there's This is going to be a really, really juicy show. Um, I'm recording two days early on Wednesday because there's not going to be any Brave the Wild this week because they're in the bye week. And, well, there's not going to be another Timberwolves game until Saturday. And th- there's just too much to get to because, well, obviously, the passing of Kobe Bryant, the unexpected tragic death of Kobe Bryant in the helicopter accident in Calabasa, Los Angeles area, Hitting the, literally crashing into a hill. Uh, unbelievable story there, of course. Uh, dying at age 41. And the extremely juicy loss to the Sacramento Kings and, and statistics that you won't believe. And of course, you'll see the statistic right there in the title of this episode. Because um, this is a Timberwolves show. But of course, there will be a lot of Kobe Bryant conversation in segment 1.5. But uh, right now, also, I'll just kind of address it right at the beginning. Again, you know, I mean, a terrible, terrible moment. Uh, terrible moment for all of us as basketball fans that grew up uh I grew up when when people say they grew up with Kobe Bryant or grew up with this person or that person they mean it as like they were a kid and then grew up watching the guy you know like that type of thing I physically grew up with Kobe Bryant as in like I'm almost the same age so that type of physically grew up whereas I grew up as a you know youngster into an adult with Michael Jordan that type of thing so it is what it is. Um, I'm proud to be in the same generation as Kobe Bryant, literally. So that's the cool part. You know, that generation where guys were still, you know, <laughs> you know, you could just call it the, a tough generation, tough guy generation, that type of thing. The baby boomers, I think, even tougher with Michael. Uh, if you call Michael a baby boomer in between, whatever it is. But uh, the way Kobe idolized Michael and became damn close to him. Damn close. Uh, it's your opinion as to where he was. I still stand with Michael as the overall greatest. But, you know, a very small margin at the end of the day. And, of course, his teammate, uh, well, teammate, his fellow Laker, not teammate, would have been amazing if they played together or against each other in the NBA Finals. Remember that final series that never happened? Kobe versus LeBron, Cavs versus Lakers that people kept, you know, hyping and waiting for it. It never happened. Uh, it's so crazy to imagine LeBron James as a Laker. It's so crazy to imagine LeBron James literally passed him, uh, him being Kobe Bryant, uh, to become third in the all-time NBA scoring list. And he dies less, oh my god, just unbelievable. He dies less, you know, like, like less than 12 hours later. Whew, uh, you know, it's one of the saddest, sickest things ever. So, again, segment 1.5, you'll get my uh, conversation about Kobe Bryant, this and that. It was recorded on Sunday the 26th. I wanted to get the whole feeling of that day on that day. Uh, so I figured I'd do it that way. Didn't know if I was going to record this soon, but uh, with the Sacramento game, with the way things went, it's like, yeah, let's get it up there. And, of course, the Kobe Bryant news being still as fresh as it is. Uh, that's everywhere. NBA TV, it's Kobe, 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 you know. So it is what it is, you know. I mean, it is what it is. Like they say, this kind of thing doesn't happen all the time. And, of course, you get fatigued from it at times from just, it just makes you sad, you know, so you want to get away a little bit. It's not like, oh, I'm sick of this. No, it's more of you get tired because you're sad. You keep seeing it and you just get sadder. 
and sadder and sadder. So that's kind of where it is. So again, if <laughs> hope I don't offend anybody by saying that. It shouldn't offend anybody. Uh, if you get what I'm saying, it just makes you sadder. So eventually, you know, sometimes you want to get away a little bit. Uh, loved how teams throughout the NBA did the whole, you know, eight second backcourt and twenty four second shot clock violation to represent eight twenty four. Again, one of the most unique things of all time is the fact that. I mean, I've never seen this happen before where a superstar athlete goes from one number to another midway through his career, so he ends up retiring both numbers. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Sometimes it's a different number because you're on a different team. Like later in your career, you wind up, you know, I don't know, like look at Carmelo Anthony. He's been all over the place, you know, or, you know, and Carmelo Anthony getting traded, this and that. And I might be referencing a certain superstar player to Carmelo Anthony yeah, in this segment as we move forward. So let's get to the Timberwolves for now. Segment 1.5 will be my Kobe Bryant uh, segment on this show. Uh, segment 1.5 often is in State of the Timberwolves and occasionally something big like this. Something big like this. Something sad or something exciting, whatever it is. Oh, you wish it was exciting, but it's sad. Uh, obviously massive news, but insanely sad. So we will continue to uh, <laughs> move forward now. The Sacramento loss, one of the most unbelievable, ridiculous, stupid losses in history. Uh, people, Some people locally calling this the most disappointing season in Timberwolves history, but I would go with 04-05 when Sprewell made, his, made an ass of himself right at the beginning. Cassell and Sprewell didn't show up for, I forget what event it was with uh, uh, Glenn Taylor early in the year, or like right before the start of the season. They just didn't show up because, oh, we didn't get a new contract. Yeah, we didn't get an extension. We're not showing up. And that was just the beginning of the end. Uh, and poor Flip I ended up being a loss, too. So I ended up losing his job that year, which was not really fair. So let's get to the games. Houston, OKC, and <laughs> Sacramento. Uh, the two games, Houston and OKC, I'm not going to really talk about all that much. It's going to be Sacramento is going to be the future presentation uh, for obvious reasons. And, of course, again, segment 1.5 coming up with, uh, uh, you know, not that you're here for me necessarily when it comes to Kobe Bryant, but, you know, my take on Kobe Bryant, this and that. Because, uh, you know, we all have something to say, apparently. That's for sure. Houston Rockets come into Target Center last Friday, the 24th. So only five days ago again, because this is Wednesday, this time around. You know, it's just the same old story. Houston killed the Timberwolves. James Harden had a terrible game, and we still end up losing the game. Uh, we were in it most of the way. for The, uh, the first quarter wasn't good. We got, came back in the second entertaining game, kind of, but I don't know. You could just feel the way it was going. Uh, Clint Capella, five blocks in the game. Again, I just wish he was here. That's all i got to say about that. Russell Westbrook did what he used to do with OKC and scored 45 in uh, the stead of uh, James Harden, who was terrible in the game. 3 of 13, just kind of off. Some people think he might be injured or maybe sick. Who knows, but a terrible game for him. Eric Golden, who was uh, absolutely fantastic uh, in the game as well. He's burned the Wolves many times. Days all the way back to the Clippers, the Hornets, Pelicans, whatever. Yeah, I guess he was there with the Pelicans. And uh, obviously now with the Houston Rockets, who are flying high, kind of, in the Southwest Division. Kind of. Um, they're not going to win anything, though. Give me a break. They're not going to win anything. <laughs> but, uh, no, they, they beat us. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, you know... Uh, he was he was okay. Andrew Wiggins, I'm just not happy with Carl Anthony Towns right now, if you can tell. Andrew Wiggins, actually, this is one of his best games in a while. 28 points. Very efficient night, to be quite honest. 75% from the free throw line, which is good for him lately. Okogie all over the place. Very active throughout the game and helped keep the Wolves in it. Nice to see him starting. 
kind of cool. Uh, Jared Culver, very limited minutes in this one off the bench, and not a whole lot to talk about there. Gorgie Zhang brought all the way down to 11 minutes, and here we go. Back to Gorgie being like the end of a 10-man rotation. And uh, Jordan McLaughlin, I think he's earning some type of a one-year contract next year. We'll see. Or one of those infamous two years, you know, second years not guaranteed type of deals. Alan Crabb, I've not been impressed at all so far. And it's a contract year, so I don't know. Um, the energy in this building, the energy with the Timberwolves has not been good lately. And Carl Anthony Towns, the losing streak with Carl Anthony Towns being a part of the Timberwolves, not good. I didn't even get to the whole point of, uh, well, the Wolves played three games and once again, <laughs> yeah, should I say it, yeah, all losses. Yes, sir. As uh, Yes, the losing streak, which reaches double digits for the second time this season, which, yeah, is ridiculous. Two double-digit losing streaks, now 10. You know, did you ever think Minnesota, you know, I mean, we're, we're right there with the Golden State Warriors. Remember, you know, just a year ago, I'd be like, wow, we're right up there with the Golden State Warriors. Well, now we're at the very bottom of the Western Conference with the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Isn't that great? They're still We're still five games ahead of them, five and a half, which is crazy considering how bad they've been. But watch out. Watch out. They're, they just might shoot the moon. If you've played hearts, you know what shoot the moon is. You know, like finishing last right here and then getting the number one pick in the draft. I would call that shooting the moon because, oh, that's right. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are still around. They'll be healthy next year, probably, maybe. Of course, it's the NBA. You never know. Maybe maybe Curry won't play until Valentine's Day next season because it's the NBA. You know how the things go with the injuries. You know, it's full contact, 5-5 five and five workout, but there's no timetable for his return. And, you know, he, he dunked from the free throw line yesterday and hit 10 threes in a row, but uh, yeah, it's no timetable for his return. Maybe, maybe in February. Uh, and it's like October or something. So, yeah, that's the NBA for you. <laughs> you can tell I'm getting frustrated with that kind of stuff because it's, put it this way, would Kobe do that? <laughs> no, no. So, again, put it that way. Would Kobe do that? No. But a lot of players have been. Sometimes the injury is more significant than I get credit or give credit. But, uh, come on. Uh, again, crappy loss against the Houston Rockets. Uh, at least we were in it. It's kind of sad. You know, it was a more entertaining game. But that's kind of been the take lately. It was an entertaining game, but we lost. It was an entertaining game with Indiana, but we lost. Entertaining game with Oklahoma City, but we lost. Lifeless effort here, you know, getting into the fourth quarter or third quarter. Another destructive Nasty third quarter, 15-point loss there. Came back by 10, ended up losing still by 9 to OKC. I don't know, and then the starting lineup is becoming all over the place, and Chris Paul was very sharp in the game, double-double performance. Uh, just, uh, what, what, what do you want to talk about, you know? What do you want to talk about? Carl at his 37, that's good. But the statistics in Carl Anthony Towns lately, you know, I mean, shall I begin? Shall I begin? It's like, I, I don't even want to talk about OKC and Houston. I don't even give a crap anymore because the Sacramento game just kind of summed it all up. And, of course, the numbers. You look at Carl's numbers. Okay, Kevin Garnett on speed. <laughs> okay, almost, kind of. Well, not really. 27 points a game, basically. Almost 11 rebounds and over four assists. That's kind of Garnett-ish, obviously, but better scoring. And then and then you look at the, the number one statistic. Look at his last 10 games with the Wolves. Look at the last 10 games. Do you see that little L? Next to his name, and that's of course after missing time. But it's more than that. It's it's more. That was that's just the last ten. <laughs> We're talking again, like I said last show before Thanksgiving. That's uh, utterly ridiculous. Tim rules this season with Carl in the lineup, nine and twenty-one. What? I mean, that's f- freaking awful. Nine and twenty-one. So what's going on with Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves? The defense is the worst in the league. 
And it's like almost one of the best in the league when he's not in the lineup. What's going on? What's going on, Carl? What's going on? Somebody tell me, please, what's going on. Now, of course, again, Thanksgiving was November 28th this year. But basically, since December 1st, the Timberwolves have not won a game with Carl Anthony Towns in the lineup. Not a single game. Not one. Not one game with Carl. And there was a two-game win streak before that. But we'd lost uh, four or five before that. And I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just like literally December 1st. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen losses in a row with Carl Anthony Towns in the lineup. Timberwolves 6 and 11 with Carl Anthony Towns not in the lineup. That's still not a good record. 6 and 11 is awful. If you're a football team, the coach might have gotten fired. You know, that type of thing. You know, imagine a, a Brad Childress, 6 and 10 team. Got, Brad Childress got fired. And they only finished 6 and 10 that year because of, uh, you know, obviously a little bit of energy after that. Like the little sugar high when nice guy but not good coach Leslie Frazier took over the Vikings in 2010. That type of thing. Uh, $27 million for Carl Anthony Towns, and that's low end. That's low end compared to what it's going to be as the contract moves up. I'm glad he didn't wind up in the... I don't know if he's just pouting, and that's why he's been weird this year, or what. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, he's ripping Cat. Is he stupid? Is he just the dumbest guy ever? He's the best player on the team by a mile. Everyone else sucks. Look look at Wiggins. Look look at Sleepy Eye over there. Look at the Settler. Look at Jabaz Napier. You know, he's like 1 for 17, and then he's 2 for... Two for five, and he's the best player ever, according to some dummies out there. But, uh, you know, go ahead and tell me it's Carl Anthony Towns with the Washington Generals all you want. It's Carl Anthony Towns is one of the reasons we've been losing games. He's one of the main reasons, actually, because the defense has not been good. The energy's not been there. Andrew Wiggins, the energy's not been there. The defense has not been good. It's everybody on the roster, and when it's the top guy, he's going to shoulder a big chunk of the blame. Go ahead and say he's the only good player. But are you kidding me? Gorgie was wonderful when he was getting minutes. Gorgie was very good. So don't give me this garbage. I'm, I'm not going to defend Carl Anthony Towns right now. I'm not doing it. Um, and his behavior after the Wolves lost to Sacramento. And here we go. Let's just get into it. You know, let's just get stuck straight into it. Timberwolves led by 27 points against the Sacto Kings again on uh, what would we call it? Black Tuesday? <laughs> Black Monday. Black Monday. That's the perfect... Day Black Monday against the uh, I don't even want to say it anymore Sacramento Kings <laughs> Black Monday Sacramento Kings the twenty seventh you know and how fitting that it was on the twenty seventh so we did the whole eight and twenty four that all the teams have been doing you know the the, the backcourt and shot clock violation the two teams teamed up to honor Kobe Bryant and Carl Anthony Towns had wonderful things to say about Kobe Bryant and the Timberwolves did a wonderful tribute to Kobe Bryant. Obviously, first day since the uh, passing on the 26th of January, which will be a day in infamy. A lot of people will call it Kobe Day to honor him rather than feel sad, hopefully. But you'll still feel sad to honor him rather than just curse the day, so to speak. Um, But you did all that. It's the 27th of January, and how fitting. You blew a 27-point lead on the 27th of January. I mean... Oh, my God! As uh, Greg Popovich might say, I don't have much to say. But, well, I guess I do have a lot to say. So, one, and most of you probably know what this number is already, and that's, you know, when you see the title of the episode, but in case you don't, one and 8,378. What is one and 8,378? That's the record of teams since 1996. A young 17-year-old Kobe Bryant was just suiting up for the first time for this Laker team that was getting started and trying to get back into showtime again with Shaq signing a huge contract. 
<laughs> who originally joined them for the money, according to him, but things got better after that. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Not right away. But uh, no, that's the record of teams that trailed by 17 points with three minutes or less remaining in games since 96. One and 8,378. Who's the one win? Uh, Sacramento Kings on the 27th of January. So there it is. So we made a little bit of history here. 8,378 games. You know how many games that is? I mean, that's years, man. That's, that's, I mean, I, I don't even, I mean, that's insane. Insane amount of basketball. Insane amount of basketball. Insane amount of players that have come and gone in the last 23, 24 years to put that together. 23 and a half years, basically, of basketball since that time. And um, <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We're the first team to give up a 17-point lead with three minutes left. It's a, it's a great honor. It's a great honor. Great. Um, it was kind of weird. It was kind of fluky at first. And, of course, <laughs> Ryan Saunders sitting a lot of the starters, probably not a good idea. It's like, But at the same time, you figure that, you know, I mean, you don't want people out there and then all of a sudden, oh, he just turned his ankle and now he's out for three weeks. And in the NBA, we know what that could mean. I think we know what that can mean now. With the, in the NBA, if a guy tweaks his knee a little bit, or obviously, or ends up being much worse, God forbid, ends up being a real thing like an ACL, this and that. But um, I get that, like, oh, then what an idiot. He didn't take him out, this and that. But then when Sacramento went on a little run, yeah, get back out there. And it seemed like Ryan Saunders waited a little bit. Otherwise, generally speaking, I cannot put this on Ryan Saunders. It's on the players, man. It's on the players. Uh... There was just no energy, and Buddy Held had an healed had an awesome game, uh, to be quite honest. And his three point shooting has not been good, uh, but coming off the bench so far this year in only two games, he's averaging thirty one and a half points a game, sixty one percent from the three point line, fifty eight percent overall. That's crazy. Uh, what an amazing season he's had off the bench thus far, at least very early. But digressing back to where we need to be. It was fluky as hell, and all he started hitting threes. Ah, did Buddy Hill healed, and then his other little fluky plays, and the Wolves would kind of nonchalantly go down the court and miss something, like miss an easy layup. Like Nas Reed should have made that. I don't even know why he was in the game. Uh, I don't know. I'd take my chances with one of the other two big men, Bell or Von Lee, to maybe get a freaking rebound. But uh, offensive rebounds, key offensive rebounds by Sacramento, and then three-point shots nailed by Buddy Heald. He was unbelievable in that stretch. One up with 42 points. Didn't score a single point in overtime, and neither did Carl Anthony Towns, by the way. Just lifeless. Didn't give a crap, it looked like. Uh, wasn't even trying to get the rebound on what wound up being an illegal uh, play. But too little too late there by Darren Fox. That free throw was off the front of the rim. The illegal, not because of how he played it, but because he put his step out first. Uh, he, he just he jumped a little too early. It was like a false start in the NBA. Should have been a lane violation. But why are you in the position that the Sacramento Kings can tie the game up in the first place? It should have never happened. It should have never been a two-point game. It should have never been a five-point game. It should have never been an eight-point game. <laughs> I just, you know, can't put into words. You know, 17-point lead, right, with uh, two minutes and 40 seconds. You know, that I put the photograph up there on the Facebook page. Might not be the clearest picture, but it's just evidence. The whole point is there it is. This is real. It really happened. A lot of you saw it. Some of you might not have. But the Timberwolves also led by 14 with a minute less than that. Like a minute 39 remaining. 14. 14. I mean, talk about fluky. But also getting caught sleeping. Rebound the bleeping ball. Make your bleeping shots. Just put the ball in the bleeping basket. Run the clock out. 
Stop screwing around. Stop taking stupid shots. There's just no reason. I get in front of a guy, maybe. If the guy's hot, he's hot. But you can't just say, oh, well, he got hot and we came up short. You cannot get away with that. <laughs> Unacceptable at the end of the day. I mean, in a lot of ways, it was that fluky playground basketball stuff. That's basically what it was, where it's like, okay, missed the shot. Oh, rebound, rebound, swish, that type of thing. Right down to the other side of the court in like seconds. And there, that was a lot of that. There was a lot of that in quick release by a buddy healed. He had one of the best games of his life. But still, you got to get the rebound. You got to run the clock down. What annoyed the hell out of me is Sacramento kept coming back. Andrew Wiggins, the whole time, he was just like laughing and joking about something. What is so damn funny, Andrew? I mean, I love you, man. I love you. You're probably one of the nicest guys ever. If I got to know him, he's probably one of the nicest guys ever. You, you can tell. You can tell a nice person. Uh, if he gave me the time of day. I don't know. That's the other side because you, you don't know if he ever would. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> Especially after what everybody's saying uh, about him sometimes. But, dude, just pay attention. I mean, would Kobe Bryant be standing around laughing and joking? That, that's what was so good about Kobe Bryant because he would have been like, he would have been irate. He would have been cursing. He would have been, yeah, he would have been cursing in his head, probably not saying anything open necessarily. And then eventually give me the effing ball. Boom, three-pointer. Go home, Sacramento. I mean, obviously, you know, that's what would have happened. Why was there absolutely none of that? Because you don't have to have Kobe Bryant's talent to have, to have a little bit of fierce competitiveness. And just say, screw this, you know, screw this. We're, we're not losing this game. This is stupid. Why are we letting these guys back in? Come on, let's get the hell out of here. We, we can't afford to lose this. We've lost nine in a row. You're in no position to be standing around laughing and joking when you're giving up a gigantic lead to the Sacramento Kings, who you barely beat last time when you were, what, four of 13 from the floor. Excuse me, four of 19 from the floor, wasn't it? It was a horrible statistic uh, in that game, but uh, at least he was good in other uh, categories in co uh, I almost called him Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Wiggins' case. Now, Wiggins, to be fair, was awesome in the game. But during that stretch, later on, because Wiggins, this gets overshadowed slightly because of what happened. He had 34 points, and he was sharp as a as a razor for a long time. 7 of 11 from downtown. He looked like somebody. He looked like somebody that wore number 8 and 24 for a while there. I mean, it was nice. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Sharp as heck. And he was good in that fourth quarter. In fact, the last couple points he made was a, a big one. It put the Wolves up by that 17. And then and then the floodgates opened. That's the problem. Uh, Rocco following out did not help either. He had a good, sharp, solid, sharp game as well. 6 of 10. He was awesome in the game too. Wiggins was awesome in the game. He, he really was. But then it's just the laziness of the whole roster just set you off like you couldn't believe. And, you know, you get all these crazy statistics that nobody's ever heard of before. I mean, nobody's going to think about 8,378 games. You know, a team... I mean, that's a statistic that only comes up when something phenomenal, crazy happens. Like, how many times does it happen that a team has blown a 17-point lead with three minutes or less remaining? Zero in that amount of time, and it ended up being that amount of games. I don't even know how people were able to conjure up that record, but they got it, and good on technology and this and that, and uh, the alertness of people to pick that up. Ooh, we, you know, I mean, that is a number. That is a whopper of a number. Again, good game by Wiggins, but finish the bleeping game. You know, make that last shot. Don't get, don't get lazy and slackadaisical. Finish the game off. Finish the game off, Carl. Um, the fact that he wasn't even in position whatsoever to even attempt, not even attempt to get the rebound by Darren Fox. 
legal or illegal, at least get the rebound some way. Even bat it away wouldn't wouldn't kill you. But uh, yeah, would it have killed him to bat the ball away if that's the best you can do in that situation? Would it have killed him, him or someone else out there? Would it have killed them? I, I don't know. But that overtime period, well, it was okay for a minute or two, and then it got worse. And Carl just kind of just looked disinterested, and of course faced the media zero after the game. Just ran out of that locker room. Didn't want to talk to anybody. That's not good. That's not good. You got to be there. Um, even if it's just the most dramatic thing that you're just going to get all dramatic and say, oh, no, unacceptable, Will. And I, of course, you know, sometimes I get tired of that. Just go out and do it, you know. Show us how unacceptable it is. I mean, that type of thing when you're on the court rather than, you know, being depressed. But, I mean, I still walking out, walking out in that situation, not good. I don't know. Maybe he's mad at me for calling him out last week a little bit. Carl, I think so. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. What a one in a million chance he actually heard the show, right? <laughs> That'd be kind of crazy. But um, stupid idiot fouls down the stretch, too. Talk about fluky. But then just stupid, low IQ basketball. Kada Bates Jop. KBD. Hey, Kada. Kada. Hello? 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 You're following guys beyond the arc multiple times in that stretch with some of the stupidest most just, you know, unacceptable bullcrap I've ever seen. Multiple times, because not only does it stop the clock, they get three free throws. And guess what? Magically, they're going to make all three, right? What are you doing, man? What are you doing? And it, it just kept happening. Oh, Kata. Kata. You've got you've to watch it, man. You've got to angle that. When you're going up for the block, you're going up to contest the shot, you've got to a- angle it. Don't go right into the guy. Horrible. I don't know what was wrong with the guy there. I mean, low IQ basketball. You just got foiled and looked like a fool there. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. You're being a jerk by following him beyond the arc, frankly. <clears throat> I, I never heard Marcus the Forecaster flip out the way he did one time when Sprewell did that against this Sacramento Kings team in the playoff series years ago. Why did he bleep and fall? I never saw Marcus get that mad. <laughs> it was because it was stupid. You just run right into the dude. What are you thinking, man? What were you thinking? But, yeah, I mean, low IQ basketball seems to be a thing these days, especially around here. And, I, I don't know, low IQ, low energy. I don't know what else to say anymore. It's ridiculous. It's just absolutely, utterly ridiculous. Uh, ESPN Stats and Information, thank you again for conjuring up that amazing, amazing statistic. Amazing statistic. Oh, 3,078. Oh, and 3,078. Amazing, amazing statistic. Good on you, ESPN people out there. And obviously you got all that stuff in front of you. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> is there a is there an Alpha Wolf award for this week? I'm not going to give one because this is getting stupid. It's getting stupid. I'm not going to give anybody an Alpha, Alpha Wolf award. There's no Alpha Wolf right now. That's what's missing. Where's the Alpha Wolf? You know, it could have gone to Wiggins possibly because he had some good games. He was awesome against Sacramento. And I predicted he'd be good against Sacramento. And who cares if I predict it? It doesn't make me smart. It just makes it shows that I pay attention a little bit because he's usually good against Sacramento. And he was even better than I predicted. And the whole game, the Wolves are blowing out the Kings until that final minute and a half there, basically. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that they'd allow that. Un- unacceptable. In fact, they were blowing out the Kings less than a minute, uh, until less than a minute into the game. Literally blowing them out. Double-digit lead. <laughs> I mean, it conjured up old memories the Wolves led by 18 against Golden State and not even close to the Golden State of, of nowadays. There's a, not a very good team back in the uh, early 2000s. Old memories. 
That's where the whole golden horrors came up. And stuff like this is why I hate the Warriors so much. Too many awful moments against the Golden State Warriors forever. You know, those 39-point losses in the Kurt Rambis era. And it felt like they are rubbing it in our face the whole time, too, especially late in the fourth quarter, which that got under my skin. And I don't forget that kind of stuff, okay? I don't forget that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of reasons I don't like Steph Curry. A little too much, a little too much sometimes, just, just a little. <laughs> he likes to rub it in people's face a lot, especially earlier in his career. Um, and, uh, what was I going to? Okay, so back in the old days, 12 rolls led by 18 in, you know, the first half, early third quarter. They wound up losing by 28 points. 28 points. And Kevin McHale got up like he was going to throw up, basically, and uh, motioned at them like, you guys are, I know, you know, that hole where you just r- brush them off like, screw you guys. And um, then I saw a seven-point lead evaporate with like 30 seconds left against the Houston Rockets. I can't remember who was on that team. Uh, Seven-point lead. Bobby Jackson was bringing the ball up the court. It was four consecutive plays. He brought the ball up the court, turned the ball over four consecutive plays. Rockets win by one. A plastic bottle, an empty plastic Bud Light bottle was bouncing down the steps in my lower lower upper deck area. It was the lower part of the upper deck because I was lucky. It was wonderful, wonderful... Uh, Season ticket availability. Just pure luck. I was so happy. It landed right next to me. And I grabbed that thing uh, off of the bounce. Literally like a basketball. Because, you know, when you play the game enough, you can do that easily. I flung that thing as hard as I could and walked out and ran out. So nobody saw it. Nobody knew who threw it. Yeah. (laughs) I threw that thing so hard. It didn't get anywhere near the court. But it might have possibly clanged, uh, you know, did a little boink off somebody. Probably wouldn't hurt. It was just plastic. If it was glass, I'd probably get arrested. (laughs) Crap, I would never throw glass. That would be really dumb. I'd be arrested. I would justifiably be arrested for that. But uh, no, I was furious. I think it was like a 20, I think it was like, yeah, it was about 30 seconds because they turn over and score, turn over, score, turn over, score, turn over, score. Houston wins by one. Um, games like that, the, the same year, Larry Hughes and the Golden State Warriors. Larry Hughes, that's how long ago it was. I loved him on the Warriors, man. Everywhere else, not so much, but on the Warriors. I loved Larry Hughes. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. He was awesome there. Um, Timberwolves led by 18, or was it 20? Timberwolves led by 20 in the fourth quarter, and they coughed up the lead, but won. Barely. They won by two points. Whew, that arena was freezing cold when that score was tied. It was silent. There wasn't a boo. There wasn't a curse. It was silent. Like, you hear that? Yeah. Do you hear that silence? Yeah, that's what it sounded like in that building. I've never seen that building that silent. It was literally like a moment of silence for something. Like, wow. But we won that game. <laughs> so it conjured up old memories against Golden State, Houston, this and that. That's what kind of game that was with the uh, Sacramento Kings on uh, January 27th, Black Monday. 27-point lead deficit given up on the 27th. Ah, and then the amazing statistic that is the title of this episode. With that said, the Johnny Flynn Memorial is going to go to the, basically the whole team for that one. I mean, it, it's got to. Uh, you can't get caught sleeping. It's got to go to the leadership, Carl and Andrew, guys like that, like last week. They're they're getting the, the bigger, juicier versions of the Johnny Flynn Memorial, the bigger, juicy, steaming pile of whatever award. That's what's going to them because, you know, that's poor leadership. Again, great game by Andrew Wiggins, but, you know, you can't be standing around laughing and, and joking. That was dumb. And the lead just kept dwindling, and he's smiling and laughing even more. Cut it out! Come on! Wake up! Wake up! For the love of God. 
Ah, oh, if, if I was the coach, man, I, I don't think, I, I don't know what Andrew would think of me. Uh, I would love, I mean, I, I would always tell him how many times how much I love you, but you've got to cut this crap out. Come on, get serious. You're, you're better than that. Way better. And that Sacramento game showed how good he freaking is. The guy's a good basketball player. Just focus. Focus. That's all you need to say. Focus. I've made my point. Segment 1.5 is coming up, and before we lead into the segment, Kobe Bryant will get a moment of silence. Hello, and welcome to another segment 1.5 for Timberwolves Explosion. These happen once a year, maybe twice a year. This is definitely what you could call an emergency version of it. Uh, so, because I got to dedicate a whole segment to this. Of course, as you know, Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter crash on Sunday, the 26th of January. I'm actually recording this on Sunday, the 26th of January. So, of course, uh, several days before the Timberwolves explosion you're listening to right now, figure you better do it uh, on the day it happened. Um, horrible, tragic day. Uh, just another example of you just never know. I mean, it's just your daily routine, driving to work, Maybe going to pick up a pizza, going to pick up a friend, going to a traveling basketball game. I mean, you just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. You never know. I mean, the simplest little trip. Somebody just went to the grocery store and they never came back. It's happened so many times. And on this day, it happened to Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. A terrible, tragic story. Uh, Seven other people passed away also in... The helicopter crash in the Los Angeles area there. Uh, word is not known what exactly happened. They heard like the engine sputtering and then the helicopter going down. So God only knows what truly happened there. Maybe more information will have come out between now uh, when I'm recording this and when, you know, like Friday comes around. So maybe you already know and all that. But at the end of the day, what truly matters is just the fact that uh, nine people died in a helicopter crash. Uh, just terrible, terrible, sad news. And of course, Kobe Bryant. Um, <laughs> I mean, for those of you out there, Laker fans, basketball fans, sports fans, whatever, uh, whatever it is, it's just a crushing day for so many people. Um, I'm going to look at some tweets, this and that. Tom Brady, of course, six-time world champion of the New England Patriots, says we miss you already, Kobe. Uh, John Krasinski, locally here in town, says nine people. I'm just gutted. That's all I can say right now. Just gutted. Uh, Vinrock Vince Germano telling me also, Vince Germano locally, well, not locally, but I mean of the, the Courtside Podcast, legendary Laker fan, says I'm really struggling with it, mate. It sucks. So many emotions when things like this happen. And of course, here in the Twin Cities, similarly with Kirby Puckett, not super long after his career, he uh, suddenly had a stroke. And within, you know, less than 24 hours, he died. A terrible, massive stroke in the Arizona area and uh, passed away. And it just left us, you know, gutted. Heartbroken, sad, uh, just unsure, you know, just... And it's just a a reminder, you just never know. You don't know. You wake up one day, you don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know what's going to happen the next day. You don't know what's going to happen that day. You don't know if you're going to be there tomorrow. You don't know if your friend's going to be there tomorrow. Your, Your parents, your sister, your brother your best friend, somebody at work that you just met. I mean, you just don't know. Or somebody that you worked with for 10 years and you love them to death. You just never know what's going to happen. And it's just uh, another example of 
you know, no matter how much we know, no matter how much we think we appreciate everyone around us, it's just a reminder of appreciate them as much as you can because you just don't know. You just don't know what what the day holds, tomorrow holds, and all that. You never know who's going to be there and, and, and who isn't. Again, like a routine trip, routine kind of trip, you know, just off to the traveling basketball game, as Kobe uh, apparently had been... Uh, Regularly flying helicopters across town, so to speak. Uh, you know, it's just how it is. A luxury life, this and that. And then something like that happens. It's just, <laughs> man, it's just, and that was, <laughs> it's just an unbelievable, unbelievable thing. And it leaves you, again, just a reminder. It just leaves you a reminder of all the above. Cherish everyone around you forever. Uh, Kobe Bryant, of course, I mean, go back to 1996. Remember it so well. I mean, all of us were enjoying an amazing run by the Chicago Bulls that just won 72 games. And then all of a sudden, there's this high school player a year before. Kevin Garnett broke the, uh, you know, the, the drought of high school players coming into the NBA. 1995, Kevin Garnett. And then 96, Kobe Bryant is the next one to jump on board. This guy was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and then quickly traded to the Los Angeles Lakers uh, for... Vladi Divac, which of course again Vince Romano loved him of course very much as well. Ultimately Vladi Divac wound up with the Lakers much, much, much later again. But uh, basically traded for Vladi Divac and you figure, you know, the uh, Charlotte Hornets became a pretty good team but then there's this young guy. We'll we'll see what happens, you know. Maybe did they give away did the Lakers give away this good center or did they strike gold? And the other thing was they're paving their way, they're paving the way for the, the rumor being coming more and more of a fact that Shaquille O'Neal just might be <laughs> leaving Orlando for the Los Angeles Lakers. And what a historic summer it was for Jerry West and the 1996 Los Angeles Lakers. What a summer it truly was. It wound up bringing five championships to the Lakers. Uh, three with Shaq and Kobe together, and then two more with Kobe, Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom, and others. And you could just go on and on. Uh, all the way from... This cocky young kid was just shooting the ball a little too much. You know, cocky young kid thought he's on top of the world, especially his second year. Everybody's like, geez, is a 19-year-old already elected to the All-Star game as a starter? Really? He's 19, though. Slow down, just because he's on the Lakers. But it's like, yeah, well, he's getting this. He's, his future looks pretty damn bright, though. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's floating on air out there like a certain guy who's still playing, and he's in his final season with the Bulls. Or We, we, we can kind of tell that was going to happen. And, and, yes, I'm looking forward to that uh, film crew's uh, amazing work that's going to come out in June of the 97-98 Chicago Bulls, The Last Dance. Looking forward to that, big time. Um, but this is like the first dancer, Kobe Bryant, getting into the All-Star game, and Michael Jordan giving him advice, kind of whispering advice into his ear, and he would never tell him exactly what would happen, other than, or exactly what Michael said, other than, hey, you know, you're going to face some tough times ahead. It's you're, you know, you're floating on air right now, but the tough times are going to come. It's a matter of how you face those tough times and get through them. Because if you do, you're on your way to becoming, you know, one of the best, basically is what he's saying. One of the top, probably top five, top two players in the league. And Kobe certainly did that. Uh, amazing numbers. Uh, it was a, quite an honor just a few years ago. Seems like yesterday, Flip Saunders, two people that are now dead. Can you imagine that? The night Kobe Bryant scored his 30,000 point. Flip Saunders comes over and congratulates him. And Kobe's holding the ball up in the air. That's another one here locally that hit us like a, just right in the gut. A bullet to the gut, as I told Vin, uh, Vince Romano just moments ago. Um, a bullet to the gut, man. Uh, Flip Saunders comes over, shakes his hand. Kobe gets the ball, holds it up in the air. 
30,000 career points, and they're both gone. I mean, who'd have thought we'd be sitting here just four years later, four and a half years later, whatever it is, they're both gone? No. I mean, it's just a nightmare. Just You're just going to wake up, and they're both still around. You know, Kobe's retired, but he's, you know, who knows? He's going to be an ambassador for the game. Who knows what he'll become as the years come uh, as, as the years go by? He didn't get into TV much, just here and there, kind of like a guest, you know, guest sitting in, commentating here and there, but really not into it much. Like Shaq just jump right into it, and um, well, it just kind of continued uh, with Shaq and others. But Kobe, you know, who who knows what the future would hold? He was kind of enjoying his time with his kids because he didn't have enough time with them over the years, and, and now the tragic news of not only they they use they lose one of their sisters. But they lose their dad permanently now, and Lord Almighty, they lose they lose their dad and one of their sisters. What an awful day for the the the, the Bryants! Terrible, terrible day, terrible, terrible day for the Bryants. Yes. And just you just you know, I don't. It just kind of leaves you at a loss of what to say. I mean, you have a lot to say, but you don't know really what to say. It's there's nothing good to say other than. It's terrible news. It's the saddest thing ever. I mean, nothing's going to make anybody feel better, that's for sure. That's for darn sure. Just uh, God bless all of you, you know. Um, would like to look for some more tweets. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal was saying, "I, uh, where was he? I love you. I'll miss you, basically. See if I can find him somewhere. I'm kind of digging around on the fly here. I'd like to see it pop up. Ah, boy, what a... Ah, M- Michael Musselman says, the life cut way too short. R.I.P. to a true legend, of course, related to Eric Musselman. Fox 9, Carl Anthony Towns says, I'm numb. I'm numb. Yep, so just two words right there and very telling. Jason Tatum, no, come on, someone say it ain't true. I'm sick to my stomach right now. Yeah, man, I know. Jason Tatum, yep, former Laker now on the, uh, oh, no, he's not, yep. So we'll keep moving forward. No, he's on the uh, Celtics. I got it wrong. Dick Vitale, so, so tragic. Prayers to Kobe's family and the Lakers. Mm-mm. Luka Doncic, this is so sad. Yep, that's his, oh, yeah, that's that daughter there. That's that 13-year-old girl. Yep. Stefan Diggs, this shit hurt my heart. Not Kobe. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs, of course, Minnesota Vikings star receiver. Woo-wee, yeah. Bradley Beal, God, we all need you. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, Bradley Beal. Yes, we do. Um, absolutely. Let's see if I can find some more. Tony Brown, what's he working on? Australia Days. Yep, <laughs> cool. Adrian Wojnarowski, yep, he was reporting Kobe is among those dead in a helicopter crash outside Los Angeles. A source confirms to ESPN. Mm. So I'd like to find Shaq. Would like to find Shaq, because that was the guy, you know, he, he butted heads with the man, you know, early on in his career. There's, there's some more stuff popping around. Chris, who's this guy? Chris? I'm not sure. Seems like a good guy there. Uh, let's see if I can scroll up. I want to find Shaq, though. Apologize, I'm a bit on the, uh, a bit on the uh, fly here. Forbes says, Kobe Bryant leaves a deep legacy as one of the game's greatest players on the court. And most influential off the court. Yeah, business and all that, of course. Yeah, a lot of people kind of losing it now. Uh, home of home of athletes says, This was just recent and so much has changed already. Cherish, cherish your life and your loved ones. Yes, because just last night, just last night, LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers of all teams 
passes Kobe Bryant for third in NBA history in scoring. And they embrace, and, you know, Kobe says, yep, this is my brother there, basically, you know, God bless, you know, basically, I'm paraphrasing. And then he dies just hours later? Oh, man. Oh, oh man, you know? Oh, AP Sports says, in Europe, where Kobe Bryant grew up, the late NBA star is being remembered for his Italian qualities. Yes, yes. Italian Basketball Federation President Giovanni Petrucci says, Petrucci says, Bryant was particularly important to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Memphis Grizzlies, those are statistics. NBA Commissioner Adam Stern, ah, Adam Silver, Adam Stern. See, they, this is another thing I wanted to kind of get to today. Uh, don't take it the wrong way, please. Please don't take it the wrong way. You know how with celebrities, they always say about the things happen in threes, like this movie star, this movie star, this movie star. It seemed like in the NBA it happened in threes like this. You know, it started with David Stern on New Year's Day. And then, well, uh, well, in basketball world, Meadowlark Lemon last week in his 80s passed away. Meadowlark Lemon, the legendary Harlem Globetrotter, and now Kobe Bryant, three massive, massive icons for the game of basketball. It's not just NBA, but basketball as a whole. Uh, Meadowlark Lemon definitely good enough to be in the NBA, and he was. But I'm just saying, you know, um, legendary names that are just icons for the sport. Like Meadowlark Lemon's the greatest Harlem Globetrotter ever. David Stern's the best commissioner ever for the NBA. Uh, and Kobe Bryant, you'd argue he's the best player ever. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter right now. Top five all time. It does not matter. You know, what matters is, you know, he's no longer with us. That's what matters the most. Let's look at uh, Adam Silver's statement here. Because, of course, he's the commissioner of them all. Uh, where is it? The NBA is devastated by tr- by the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna for 20 seasons. And that's the amazing part. 20 seasons. Kobe showed us what is possible when remarkable talent blends with an absolute devotion to winning. He was one of the most extraordinary players in the history of our game with accomplishments that are legendary. Five NBA championships, an NBA MVP award, 18, 18, yes, because he started a little young there, 18 NBA All-Star selections. (laughs) That's like, that's insane. 18 NBA All-Star selections. The first one maybe exaggerated a little bit because of popularity and excitement for his future, but well, you know, he did really well in that game, didn't he? He sure did. I mean, he had the energy. And sometimes when you have the energy and the drive, it doesn't matter. Even if your abilities are a little bit limited yet because you're so raw still, still a little green. 18 All-Star selections, two Olympic gold medals. But he will remember the most for inspiring people around the world to pick up a basketball and compete to the very best of their ability. He was generous with the wisdom he acquired and saw it as his mission to share to share it with future generations of players, taking special delight in passing down his love of the game to Gianna. Oh, man. We send our heartfelt condolences to his wife, Vanessa, and their family, the Lakers organization, and the entire sports world. Thank you, Commissioner Silver there. Yep, fourth leading all-time because LeBron passed him last night, which is just, that's gut-wrenching, too. I mean, right there. Ah, right there. There's Kobe. There he is. There's Kobe. And that's it. That's the last time you ever see him on a, on a national stage. Ever. Wow. Uh, wow. That stings, man. Wow. Uh, 33,643 career points. And, of course, that last was probably a three-pointer made in that 60-point craziness. 
I forget what else was on TV that day. I think it was an awful, what was it, an awful Minnesota Wild game? Something else was on TV that day that I was like, you know what, screw this. Or was it the Lynx? I don't know. I don't know. I think it might have been the Lynx. I was just frustrated with them at the time for whatever reason. I don't know what it was. I don't know what was on my mind that day. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Some people were making fun of why would you watch Kobe shoot like, you know, <laughs> 25 for 78, you know, in the game. <laughs> I'm just kind of exaggerating on purpose. I'm like, no, I'm going to watch that instead. I forget what it was that was on at the same time. That's a couple years ago now. And my memory is usually pretty good. But I was like, screw this. I'm going to watch Kobe the whole time. Because whatever else I was watching, I was tired of. And it's like, it's Kobe's last game, though. I don't care if it's the field goal percentage is, like, ridiculous and it's exaggerated because they're like, yeah, just keep giving him the ball. Let him enjoy. Let him enjoy it. It was a pleasure to watch. It was funny, too, how he was like, uh, Kobe, of course, was like, well, they asked him, oh, well, after a game like this, do you want to keep playing? And he's like, no, 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 no. Because it's like, duh, realistic, come on. I mean, he's not going to keep playing. <laughs> he's not going to keep playing. <laughs> he's, he, he, that Achilles tendon took its toll on him, just like it did to Dominic Wilkins, unfortunately, and other players, uh, Patrick Ewing. Those are three right there. Achilles tendons suck, man. You do not want to have an Achilles in your 30s and up. That is, cr- oh, that's crappy. Oh, Kobe. All the crap we gave that, that guy because of, uh, well, all the butt-kicking I gave the Timberwolves forever. So we give him crap, me and Marcus the Forecaster. Right now, we're not giving him no crap whatsoever, man. All love, all respect, Kobe. All love and all respect to you. Um, he's one of the few professional athletes probably ever, ever, though. One thing that I find very strange and remarkable at the same time, how many super-duper top-of-the-league athletes changed their number in the middle of their career? How many? I can't really name that many. Uh, other than they went to a new team, so their number had to change. Like, you know, Kevin Garnett was a little older, and he went to number five. He was already in his 30s. Joe Montana was very old, but still good when he went to the Kansas City Chiefs. Just kind of flipped the six upside down and made it 19, you know, from 16, of course. Yeah, Michael Jordan was 45 when he came back. Bull crap. That was just, I don't know, he, he figured don't bring down number 23 out of the rafters. You know, ah. <laughs> that was just silly. It was a couple games, and he was like, screw that. When, when, when he wore number 23 again, that was so great. But, uh, yeah, and that's the first time ever. They're like, let's we have to retire both numbers. See, that's another thing, too, where you could kind of do a little nudge-nudge, kind of like a joke. This is a joke, so please don't get offended, anybody listening. Don't get sensitive. Don't get pissed off. This is a joke. You know how we always thought Kobe was so selfish? How he just shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. He just hogged the ball. Well, look how selfish he was. He's hogging two numbers in the rafters now, too. <laughs> That's how selfish Kobe is. He retired two numbers for the Lakers. <laughs> so, I mean, you got to have a little chuckle for a minute about something. So, I mean, it's, it's a moment to kind of celebrate the life of somebody that shouldn't. We shouldn't have to celebrate his life right now. We should be celebrating it 50 years from now. But for crying out loud... You know, it's cut short. So, again, I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to just laugh and lighten the mood. But, I mean, I suppose it is something you can lighten the mood for a moment uh, when you're celebrating the life of somebody that uh, has no business being gone yet. It's just terrible, a terrible tragedy indeed. But I did get a kick out of that. 8 and 24, you just think about that and you kind of chuckle a little bit. Oh, man, what an awful moment. What an awful... I mean, I first learned from my great friend and uh, co-worker Jacob Mombasa today a text he said Joey is it true Kobe is dead 
And I was like, what? I went right to Yahoo Sports because I figured if something like that happened, yeah, it's going to be right there. Just like Michael Jackson, you know, you know, something like that. And it's like, yeah, helicopter. And it's like, oh, Lord. So that's how I learned of it. Um, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods says, uh, Kobe's death is unbelievably sad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp, wow, just wow. No, that's something else. That's something completely different. That's just, yeah. I don't want to go to that political stuff. I don't really want to go there at all. Now is not the time. <laughs> so, ah, where's Shaq? There he is, Shaq. Go to Shaq. I know there's something probably way up there. Shaq reflects on the loss of Kobe. This is from the crossover. There's no words to express the pain I'm going through now with this tragic and sad moment of losing my niece Gigi and my friend and brother, my partner in winning championships, my dude and my homie. I love you and you will be missed. My condolences go out to the Bryant family and the families of the other passengers on board. I'm sick right now. Exclamation point. Shaq. Yep, there's the tweet, and there's the multiple pictures. That, look how young Kobe is, boy. That must have been the first one. 2000, way back in 2000. 2000 already 20 freaking years ago. Yep, they had that championship, uh, no, all-star game in Los Angeles, and they shared the award, just like in Utah when uh, Stockton and Malone shared it. Oh, Shaq, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm sorry. Mm, I'm sorry, Shaq. I, I am. I'm sorry. Yep, and I, That's all I can say, you know. That's all I can say. I'm sorry. It's it's sad. It's very sad. Um, just oh, here we go. There we go. This is what I want to see. Michael Jordan. You know, that's one of the that's something you want to hear from. Uh, wow, Rick Fox. They even uh, they said it was not involved in the. Oof, just imagine. Mm. Well, I mean, whoever died though, it's a t- terrible day. Terrible day for their family and everyone anywhere near them, and terrible day for them. Of course, they just you don't want to see anybody die ever. Even your worst enemy, you don't want to see that. Statement from Michael Jordan. This is from Rachel Nichols of ESPN. <clears throat> he was like a little brother to me. Okay, so we'll get back to the main thing. Uh, I'm in shock over the tragic news of Kobe's and Gianna's passing. Words can't describe the pain I'm feeling. I loved Kobe. He was like a little brother to me. We used to talk often, and I will miss those conversations very much. He was a fierce competitor, one of the greats of the game, and a great and a creative force. Kobe was also an amazing dad who loved his family deeply and took great pride in his daughter's love for the game of basketball. Yvette joins me in sending my deepest condolences to Vanessa, the Lakers organization, and basketball fans around the world. Yeah, thank you, Michael, for that very much. Trey Young, this bleep can't be real. This is the first moment I was able to meet Gianna Maria. She's been to only three games this year. Two of them were mine. She told me I was her favorite player to watch. I can't believe this. Rest easy, Gigi. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep, Trey Young with uh, Kobe there and Gigi. Yeah, man. Mm. Yep, there's Shaq. Ah, he tweeted a new one, I think. Yep, looks like a new one. Kobe was so much more than an athlete. He was a family man. That was what we had most in common. I would hug his children like they were his, they were my own, and he would embrace my kids like they were his. His baby girl, Gigi, was born on the same day as my youngest daughter, Mariah. Uh, Mayra. 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah. At the end of the day, though, 
just uh, wishing the Bryant family the best as, as, as much as, uh, you know, as little as that might mean right now from just a random guy in Minnesota on a Tim Rolls Explosion podcast wishing you all the best and God bless. I mean, that's all I can say at this point. Uh, hell of a career for him. Again, like I said, 33,000 points and beyond. Uh, it was a hell of a run. Five championships, like I said, the MVP award. The fun things with Kevin Garnett. I want to hear what Kevin Garnett, if he's on there, he's probably got to be somewhere. So, I don't know. He doesn't really go on Twitter that much, if I remember correctly. Let's see if we can get something from Kevin Garnett. H-E-T- uh, what the hell? How many? Uh, that's got to be a Maria 21. Yeah, that's got to be a one year ago today. Okay, what? That's just a pinned quote. Where's Kevin? Yeah, I'm sure he's had something somewhere. Yeah, it's an old uh, Twitter, unfortunately. Let's see if I can get a new one here. Because hmm. of all people you want to hear from Kevin Garnett locally on the... Uh, uh, is that him? The other one for sure is not him. And these from January. And I don't see anything new. These are retweets and such. So he didn't tweet anything out. He said, a true genius uh, true genius, and warrior at heart. Rest in peace, David Stern. So that was David Stern at the time. Nothing nothing on Twitter from him. Maybe just uh, something else somewhere. So for now, we'll come back to it. Uh, we'll see if maybe I'll add something on the regular show for you. But uh, for now, I've said what I, what I can say at this point. I'll uh, probably have more to say on future shows. This and that, bringing comments up. And of course, I'll hear from... Others out there like uh, Wayne Hunt, Vinrock, Vince Germano, Stu Benson, any Laker fans, any Kobe fans, basketball fans, hop on board and comment on that uh, Facebook page and let it all out. You know, let it all out. Let your feelings be heard. This and that. So I'm, again, truly sorry to, uh, to everyone that was a great fan of Kobe Bryant and the game of basketball. Uh, huge loss for us all today. So with that, uh, with that, we'll just uh, go to segment number two as best we can. All I have to say now is, God bless you, Kobe. back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Like I said last time around, we got three games to preview. Starting off with the Los Angeles Clippers. And of course, uh, they postponed the game that was going to be last night. Clippers and Lakers would have been an epic battle, but uh, it is what it is. You know, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. A lot of people thought they should have canceled games on Sunday or, you know, postponed them. Not canceled, but like postponed them. I don't know. That would have been tough. It, it is what it is, but it was tough on the players, too, and the coaches and the broadcasters. It was a tough day. Just a tough, tough day. But, uh, well, I mean, they played. They played. They ended up playing. But the, Clay, the Clippers and Laker game, obviously, shut down. So, now the Timberwolves will be playing the Clippers on Saturday. All the way up on Saturday. And, of course, we have not beaten them this year. Big surprise. This will be a primetime game on Prime TV, apparently. Well, not primetime, but an afternoon game, matinee game. On, uh, well, <laughs> the day before the Super Bowl, 2.30. That's kind of a weird time, and it's real early in Los Angeles. We're talking 12.30. So, like, lunchtime in L.A., basically, or just after lunch, however you look at it. Starting off the month of February, and I, I, 
I don't know. Is it going to get to? Is it going to be another loss? I, I guess so. Probably. <laughs> We're not going to win in, against the Clippers. So Feb first, he played the Clippers. We lost one twenty four, one seventeen. Entertaining battle on the thirteenth. Good game actually. Um, <laughs> no, Carl. Uh, Feb eighth coming up real quick here. That's Jacob's birthday. My friend at work there. Uh, in Target Center, and then April 13th, much, much, much later, nearing the end of the season, when obviously we'll be talking about the draft lottery, and I don't know, some of you might want a coaching change. I, I'm not on board with that right now. I don't think it's Ryan Saunders' fault, but I'm sure he's got a lot of learning to do as well on, on the fly, unfortunately. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, combined for 88 points in the game last time around. That was unbelievable. And uh, Harrell added 18 off the bench. It was pretty much the Kawhi and Paul show. Those guys torched us big time. Uh, Paul George a little too trigger happy, though, 6 of 15. But then Kawhi made all 19 free throws. 6 of 15 from, from uh, beyond the arc at the end of the day. A little too trigger happy where Kawhi made all of his threes and all of his frees. Threes and frees. Threes and frees. He wasn't that good from the floor. Still went up with 42 points because of his threes and frees. Three threes in the game. 44% for the Clips. The Wolves, you know, you know, not, not, again, you know, I mean, Carl and Andrew combined for a pretty nice combination as well. 73 points. That's not bad. 39 for Carl, 34 for Andrew. They shot reasonably well. In fact, over 50% each. 50% from downtown for Carl. So Carl did play in this game. I'm, so I apologize for that. Uh, this was on the 13th. So gosh, when did his injury happen? But uh, the Wolves were on a losing streak at that stage. And uh, another crappy game. Jared Culver at small forward made no sense. No sense to me. I, I didn't know what we were doing there. Jared Culver should never play forward. He's just, he's too skinny, man. He's, he's not big enough to play power, uh, small forward. And uh, He made uh, Paul George miss some threes, I guess. He helped with that. The Wolves aren't going to beat the Clippers, though. I mean, they're obviously one of the better teams. Paul George is not going to be available because he's just, he's not one of those guys. If he's hurt, he's out. And that's Paul George. If he's out, he's out. And obviously, he, uh, the broken leg, pretty understandable there. But I don't know. It's like every time he gets hurt even a little bit, he's out forever at the end of the day. Uh, Lou Williams, the best six man in the league, about 20 points a game. And Harrell, also another super valuable guy who can be a spark plug, about 19 points off the bench. Valuable players all around. It's just a damn good basketball team. How have the Clippers been playing lately? Pretty well, I guess. Yep. Uh, there was the last five games. They beat the Dallas Mavericks on the 21st by three. Not a bad, not bad at all, considering Dallas is good again already. That didn't take long. Uh, lost to the Hawks in Atlanta. I don't know. That's a weird place to play sometimes. Whew. Yeah, they lost. Really. They lost by seven there. They beat the Miami Heat in Miami. Ooh, that's, that was an entertaining game. I remember that one on the 24th. Good game on Friday night. Awesome. 122-117. Crushed the Magic in Orlando, which can be a tough place for the Wolves to play historically forever. 112-97. And then postponed against the Los Angeles Lakers last night. So, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, they'll play Sacramento tomorrow. And then Minnesota on Saturday. Saturday. Tomorrow on Thursday they'll play the Kings. Hopefully they don't give a 27-point lead. Probably won't. Uh, <laughs> Wolves are not going to beat the Clippers. That's just, you know, uh, and you look at our record, it's just pathetic, and the Clippers are so good, and the only reason they're in second is because the Lakers are a little bit better. I think it's the Western Conference Finals. I really do. Uh, Houston's not gonna, Houston is not going to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, I don't think Denver is either. I think it's Clippers and Lakers, and I kind of hope it is. It'll be really good. Uh, the crappy part is it'll annoy the rest of us that, like, you know, like, why does it have to all be in L.A.? Well, whatever. It'll be entertaining basketball, nonetheless. Clippers will beat the Wolves. Uh, again, Paul George or not, they'll still beat the Wolves. They'll be fine. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is better than Paul George. Okay, can I can I say that? It, it's okay. 
Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard is better than Paul George. And when he's on his game, he's the best player pretty much out there. He's just about the best player in the league right now. Uh, just, you know, he really is. He's top three, top two, top one. You know, he's right there with LeBron and uh, the Greek Freak. I think that's your big three right now in the NBA. Go ahead, go ahead and say it's Luka Doncic. It's not Luka Doncic. Eventually, he's going to be up there, top five at least, <clears throat> first team maybe. He's not there yet. He's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's close, but he's not. He's, he's close. He's, he's off to a great start, but he ain't there yet. Um, Clippers win the game. Uh, you know, just kind of a sound defensive team that can score. Obviously, Doc Rivers, very emotional as well. Uh, he, he was very, very emotional, obviously, because he'd see Kobe all the time. I mean, he probably went to all, several games there. His stable center is like part, part, of, part of home to him, obviously. Um, so, obviously, Doc Rivers was just losing it on Sunday. Just losing it, heartbroken, um, like a lot of us were. Uh, so, that kind of is what it is. Clippers are going to win the game, something along the likes of it's going to be lower scoring, something like that. 115 to 100. They're going to beat us by double digits, and the Wolves get to their 11th loss in a row. Let's keep moving along here, because obviously this is a long show because of the Kobe tribute and you know the Sacramento Kings crap. We get to play them again right away. We get to play the Kings again. <laughs> we get to play the Kings again. Isn't that cool? Let's, uh, let's uh, take care of business this time, okay? It's in Sacramento. We beat them last time in Sacramento. And, of course, the 27-point loss. <laughs> yep. So we know who the Kings are. I already talked about them enough. Darren Fox is not going to get away with stepping over the line this time. Not going to get away with it. Rashawn Holmes will probably still be out. You know, Wolves, just take your lead, build a nice solid lead against this team, and just hang on to it. The Timberwolves' losing streak ends in Sacramento. Okay? The Timberwolves will win the game. The Timberwolves will win the game. And if they don't, shame on you. Shame on you, Minnesota, if you don't win this game. Timberwolves will beat the Los Angeles Clippers. No, the Timberwolves will beat the Sacramento Kings. In Sacto. Yep, we're going to beat the Sacramento Kings in Sacto, and it'll be about frickin' time. Uh, Andrew Wiggins will score 40 points in the game. Andrew Wiggins will score 40 points in the game. Carl will score 30. They'll combine for 70 and up. Buddy Hild will probably have another massive game. He's going to get 35. I, it's going to be a fun game, but I think the Wolves end up winning... Uh, I don't even know. Something along the likes of... Well, I mean, you had the lower-scoring one in Sacramento on the 26th, where the Wolves ended a losing streak. A big, fat, bleeping losing streak. Huge losing streak in Sacramento. The Wolves will end another losing streak. They're, they will end their other double-digit losing streak in Sacramento. They will end two double-digit losing streaks in Sacramento, and they got their revenge on us by humiliating us in Target Center on the 27th. Coming back from 27. The Wolves will beat Sacramento, though. It's going to be higher scoring because Carl will be in the lineup. Put it that way. Timberwolves win the game 125 to... It's not going to be uh, It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be up up there. 125, 120, something like that. I think uh, Fox gets... Not Fox. Uh, I think uh, Buddy Hill gets over... Healed gets over 30. Fox will be a factor as well. Love the guy. Just, uh, you know, don't be a little too quick on that trigger now. And Timberwolves rebound the bleeping ball. Carl's going to get 20, uh, 30-ish, and Andrew's going to get 40 in the game. Timberwolves end up winning the game 125, 120 over the hated Sacramento Kings. And I don't hate them at all. I actually kind of like the Kings. It's sad that they're stinking so bad. It doesn't help they don't have Mr. Holmes out there because Mr. Holmes is a damn good player. And my fantasy team needs him to come back and be healthy again. And I don't even like talking about fantasy because no one cares about your damn fantasy team. But I'd sure like to see Holmes back in the lineup. Holmes? Holmes? Holmes, what are you doing? Okay, sorry. I don't I don't know. I'm not John Watson. I don't qualify. 
The Atlanta Hawks, oh boy. Yeah, well, yeah, well. Uh, nice tribute by Trey Young. Good for him. He's a hell of a player. You got Vince Carter, who's older than Kobe Bryant. Vince Carter is older than Kobe. I don't know where the bean came from, but I guess it's Kobe Bean Bryant now. Obviously, you know, I know his dad was Jelly Bean, but you never heard Bean Bryant that much until lately. So I guess this will be on the 5th, February the 5th. Happy birthday to my mom on that day. Obviously, the uh, San Francisco 49ers will be celebrating their, their Super Bowl championship. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe Kansas City will be celebrating theirs. But, I don't know. I'm kind of sort of cheering for San Francisco, kind of. Uh, Timberwolves actually beat the Hawks on the 25th of November. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And Carl must have been in the lineup on that one. Yes, he was. 28 points, 8 assists, 13 rebounds, and a couple blocks. Trey Young, 37 points. Very epic game for him. Andrew Wiggins at 25 this is when the guys were playing fairly well at the time. The Wolves were actually 9-8. and eight. We had a winning record. The Timberwolves had a winning record. Remember that? Remember when the Wolves had a winning record? And I'm not trying to be sarcastic and be a jackass. The Wolves had a winning record. Do you realize what their record is since this Hawks game? I mean, you just do the math. We're 15-32 and 32 now. 32 minus 8. I mean, we're talking what, what, 24 losses. And uh, 24 losses. So, 15 minus 9. <laughs> only six wins, so uh, six and 20, 24, six and 24 since then. Hooey, six and 24 since then. Yeah, we had a winning record. We had a winning record late in November. <laughs> six and 24, that's that's awesome. That's, that's good job, guys. That's depressing, man. That's depressing. I mean, I, I don't know, and Carl's been weird, man. He's been weird. It's like he, I don't know, something... Something's not the same with the guy. Uh, like he wants to get the hell out of here or something. Like he's unhappy massively about something. I don't think he's got anything against... Uh, I doubt he's got anything against Ryan Saunders. I doubt he's feuding with Glenn Taylor. I really doubt that. Um, that's for Kevin Garnett to do, I guess. It all started because because that Glenn Taylor said the whole stupid, you know, Kevin Garnett tanked that one year, which was wrong. Wrong of him to say. But ever since then, I think Kevin Garnett's wrong. I think he's been overreacting and, you know, let it go, dude. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. That was where Taylor made the mistake. But other than that, I would say uh, Garnett's been a little bit too too bitter, too stubborn ever since that time. That's what kind of frustrates me about Garnett. Why am I getting into that? I don't know. Probably because I'm wondering what the hell's going on with Carl Anthony Towns. Because I don't know what's going on with Carl Anthony Towns. Do the Wolves win two in a row? Can we win two in a row and go two and one and end this losing streak in a nice way? But this game, is it in Atlanta? That's the problem. <laughs> we, the Timberwolves actually the Timberwolves actually won in Atlanta, so that's very impressive. Uh, Timberwolves actually have been a better road team this year than home team. That's the other thing. We're kind of like what the Wild were last year. Now the Wild are good at home and stuff, generally speaking. Uh, Hawks are 12 and 36. They're a little bit worse than us. They're trying to get that high draft pick, and I guess we are too. And you know what? We need a high draft pick. And it sounds like the draft isn't that great, but a lot of good point guards, I guess. Or there's, there's, it's rich with point guards. Maybe not a lot of good ones, but it's rich with them. So that's something to talk about as we get later in the season because we'll be in the lottery again, most likely. <clears throat> 32 losses already. Uh, I want to believe the Wolves can win this game, and they should. I think the Wolves will win the game. I do. So, a golden opportunity for the Wolves to have a little two-game win streak here against the Atlanta Hawks and, of course, the Sacramento Kings. We may very well get blown out by the Kings, but I, I don't think so. 
Uh, John Hollins, they have some nice players. Jabari Parker, oft injured again. Jabari Parker hasn't played in a long time again. Uh, he was doing well. He was doing well for a while, and he's dropped off. Uh, DeAndre Hunter's just gradually getting a little bit better, a little bit better, but not there yet. Cam Reddish, gradually, yeah, you know, broken record there. Jeff Teague in six games with his original team, six points and 4.7 assists. Jeff Teague returns to target center, and I don't think he's going to get a thunderous round of applause. I liked him okay. It's going to be cool to see him with the Hawks again. I, I think it's cool to see him with the Hawks with the better uniforms and those ugly blue ones that he wore when he was with the Hawks the first time around. Trey Young's obviously a superstar. Nine assists, 29 points. You can go on forever. Love his game. He's awesome. Uh, looks like both of those guys, him and uh, Luka Doncic, are going to go on to be spectacular players. It's your opinion. Uh, Luka Doncic may be a little bit more unique of a player, but Trey's still a hell of a guy. A uh, hell of a player. Uh, not many point guards are scoring 29 points a game. And that Hawks team, despite their awful record right now, watch out. I mean, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter... Trey Young and uh, John Collins is a really, 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 really good player, too. He's a double-double guy. Two blocks. Double-double and two blocks. John Collins is awesome. Just stay freaking healthy. Uh, damn it. Which is the history of this league these days. I know I've been ripping on it too much. Alex Lenz, you know, one of those quirky players who can get it done on occasion. I'm nothing against the guy at all. I uh, wish he'd be a little better, I guess. Vince Carter. Is it is. This is final season. <laughs> what if the Wolves got Vince Carter? But no, I, I think he likes where he is right now. Isn't that where he's from anyway? So, I mean, he should stay there. I wouldn't want to bring him here just for that reason. Uh, just for that reason. Keep him where he is. Uh, I love him in a Hawks jersey. Uh, that's where Dominique played, obviously, way back in the day. And he was the original Vince Carter, you could say. In fact, I always would like... I, I liked uh, Dominique more. I might be in the vast minority. Trevon Graham. Trevion Graham. Five games. Six minutes a game so far, so at the end of the bench there, Trevion Graham. And God bless him. Hope he gets a new contract next year. The Hawks have been what they've been. They lost by 16 points most recently to Toronto. It's been a long time. No, no, no. That was not the most recent game. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of losses to Toronto. There's a bookend. On the 20th, they lost to Toronto by only five. They beat the Clippers. Wow, impressive on the 22nd. That's really impressive. Yep, that was the game. That was reciprocal of earlier in the in this segment. They got thromped by 29 by OKC in Oakland, Oakland, Oklahoma. Uh, they'd be watching in by 19. Nice. 152 to 155. Ooh, 152. And I don't see any OT next to that, obviously, because you won by 19. And then got thromped pretty good by a pretty good Toronto team. I'm going to look at that for a brief second. 152. Trey Young, yep, 45. Figured as much. And this was on the 26th. So, yep, Trey Young and Bradley Beal. This was an epic game. I remember now. How could I forget this? This was epic. Uh, all over the place. 40 points for Beal. Uh, yep, 45 for Trey Young and the Hawks. Blow out the... Uh, I love those uniforms, man. I love, I, I love the Hawks uniforms. They blew out the Washington Capitals. No, they blew out the Washington uh, Wizards. Even though they don't really have a logo anymore, it's just a basketball, because um, they're the bullets kind of again, kind of. Uh, but no, the Wolves will beat the Hawks. I don't know. I'm just blabbing on and on, and I apologize. Wolves beat the Hawks, something along the likes of one. You know, they're going to get in the 120s, 129 to one. It's going to be fun. 129 to 126. Another close game. Trey Young's going to get like 40ish. I bet. I, I can just see that happening. I I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, I don't know. I think Carl's going to have his biggest game in a while. And then he'll be right in front of those cameras. Then he'll get 35 to 40-ish in the game. It'll be a nice battle. Will Wiggins will get 25 and up. Um, I'd like to see a nice big game by Culver. 
That would be nice to see. But right now, it's kind of those two guys. They're not getting a whole lot of help lately. Uh, maybe Sebastian Napier shows up and gets 20. He gets hot from uh, you know beyond the arc. I think Covington will have a big game. He did last time around against the Hawks, this type of thing. Covington will have, be hot from downtown, I think. But uh, Carl's going to get 40 in the game, and the Wolves win uh, against the Hawks and win two in a row. With that said, we'll take a break and get to a juicy, busy fan interaction segment. This show's still rolling. We are back here on Fan Interaction. Yes, longer show today with the Kobe uh, segment 1.5. And of course, you know, obviously the Sacramento thing, that was a long segment number one, too. <laughs> it just was because, I mean, you know, you're going to expect some kind of reaction after a game like that. It's such a historic uh, thing that was. Obviously, lots of history today on this show. Thank you for the retweets. At Wolves Explosion. At Wolves Explosion is a Twitter account. Can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Vinrock Vince Germano. Retweeting the show, Lakers Pies Browns. Yep, that's how he calls his Twitter. But, oh, that's his name on it, but at Vinrock44. And then Today Brown and Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Vinrock Vince Germano out of Australia. Vince Germano out of Australia. I keep calling him Vinrock, but I guess you can. Vince Germano out of Australia, Melbourne. And, and uh, again, Today and Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Can't thank you guys enough. Always, and I keep saying it because I mean it. I mean it full. I mean it. I mean it full heartily. Thank you guys so much. Ronnie Cycli. I <laughs> Ronnie Cycli. Have that video. Oof. <laughs> Tanae Brown says, What do you think of the Wolves trying to get Rondo away from the Lakers? I'm not sure how we'd be able to swing the trade, but I would like to see them go after someone like that. And that's an interesting idea. As I literally right here on the fly, I'm pulling up the trade machine. There's apparently he's untradeable at the moment. He's on a one-year bird. Must reconceive, <clears throat> must must receive consent to trade players with a one-year contract, excluding options who will become early bird or bird-free agents at the end of the contract, or players who have accepted a qualifying offer for a fifth season following the fourth option season on the rookie scale, which is he's definitely not on that. <laughs> if the player consents, he will lose his bird rights and become a non-bird-free agent at the end of the contract. So interesting must receive content to trade players with a one-year contract. So, uh, consent. So we have to receive consent from Rajon Wado. He'd have to be willing to come here. It's not going to happen. Uh, there's no way. Uh, he would get, he would be furious, I think. I'd like to have Rajon Wado, but it's not going to happen. So that, that one's a done deal. Not a bad idea, but it would have been probably better if Rondo was on, you know, a different team, you know, like Atlanta or something, a team that's not real good either way. Maybe, maybe, you know, you get to play with Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not sure how much that means at this point because, and I know that's a snide, sideways remark right now, but, I mean, he's going to get them. Carl, I'm going to give you snide, sideways remarks right now because I'm not impressed with the, I'm ticked off at him right now, honestly. And I think a lot of people are too. I'm not impressed. I mean, he's a good, uh, obviously I'm impressed with his game, but the attitude is what I'm not impressed with. I'm ticked off at that crap right now. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say anymore at, at this stage. Uh, 
it is what it is. It really is what it is. Hard to believe Dwight Howard's making one point six, but well, that's the way it goes, and he's he's contributing. Let's continue forward. But again, not the worst idea. The Wolves need a guy like that today. Absolutely. So let's keep moving. Here it comes. ESPN stats and info, and there's Levi Brown saying one must be one of the worst chokes of all time in any sport, and it pretty much is. Uh, the ESPN stats and info, yep, as he tweeted that out. The Kings trailed the Timberwolves by 17 points with 2.49 left in the fourth quarter. And I even went as far as this 2.39, actually, because I took a picture of it. Since 1996-97, the first year of play-by-play data. That was the first, oh yeah, with the, with the internet, yep. Play-by-play data on the internet. They might have been, yeah, because it would take too long to do it a different way. NBA teams entered the day. Yeah, and I remember those days, too. I used to watch games on there. I thought that was fun. Like, not games, but I'd watch stats update. Because, you know, games in wherever where you can't see it. Uh, oh, yep, there, there's the number. Oh, and 3,078 when trailing by 17 or more in the final three minutes in the fourth quarter or overtime, the Kings won. Uh, huh, unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. It is one of the worst chokes of all time in any sport. Uh, uh, Tanae Brown retweeted from Kendrick Perkins. He can't bleeping sleep. Thinking about going outside right now and shoot a few turnaround jumpers for Mamba. Yep. Kendrick Perkins. I remember he got injured for the Celtics. Oh, it's too bad. Game 6, and then they lost Game 7 to the Mamba. They lost Game 7 to the Mamba. It was a bitter loss because I wanted the Celtics to win that series. You know, I wanted the Celtics to win. I'm sorry. Uh, Tanae Brown says, one of the worst fourth quarters of all time by the Timberwolves starters with one of the worst coaching decisions ever, pulling the starters. And uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely sick. Very sick. See, if today... See, I wonder what he's, he's, uh, okay, what am I doing? Oh, Tanae, don't do this to me. He says, today I'd like to announce my free agency as an NBA fan. Timberwolves have ruined my life for the last 12 years, and it's not gonna, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I hope you, I hope you're still gonna hang around, though. I would miss you so much. I would miss you so much. And Levi Brown responds with LOL. I guess, I'm guessing it's partially tongue-in-cheek and, of course, frustration right there at the moment, um, Wow. What's Phil Mackey saying? Shields, this needs to happen. Oh, yeah, moving Kobe into yeah, Kobe into the NBA logo. Yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> Images of Kobe, basically. Yep. Not the Laker-colored one, though. You can't do that. That would be a... Nope, can't have that purple and gold thing going on. Uh-uh. No, no, no. no it's, gonna, <laughs> it's a little too biased. Of course, maybe with the way the refs officiate Laker games most of the time, it might as well be that way. Uh, but yeah, Timberwolves Explosion is now on Spotify as we head over to the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Trying to move along here. Obviously, super long show. Hope hope you're enjoying it. And of course, you know, not enjoying segment 1.5, but at least hearing my thoughts. Uh, you don't want to enjoy it in terms of like, yeah, it's not fun. It's sad. Oh, boy. Um, so let's get to the threads here. This is the, uh, yep, Kobe Bryant killed in helicopter crash. In Calabasas. And, well, most relevant, they're all relevant. So all comments, if humanly possible. Cindy and Cindy Anderson says, R.I.P. Kobe, we will love and miss you. My thoughts and prayers to his wife and kids at this terrible, tragic, devastating time. Stacy Gilmore says, rest in peace. And thank both of you there. Thank you both for uh, responding there in that one. Um... Let me go up here. I said Timberwolves Explosions on Spotify. That got uh, no comments, but a few likes and loves there. Thank you guys for that. 
Thank you very much. And we'll get to these. Uh, then I'll, yep, I'll wrap up with uh, what uh, Wayne Hunt has to say in the uh, visitor post. Obviously, very epic stuff, usually. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, awesome. And Vince Germano, I believe, yeah, Vince Germano. Wayne started the threads on these. So, yes, there's the image. A 17-point lead with 240 remaining. Unheard of. 240 remaining. Yep, so there's your visual evidence. So it wasn't two three. It wasn't two forty nine. It was even earlier. Visual evidence. I made sure to take pictures of it. Wayne Hunt says, "Wow, just wow." And of course, host of the Courtside Podcast, Wayne Hunt, Vince Germano, and Stu Benson. Courtside Podcast. It's like you know. I mean, you need to get to that. And of course, it's on all the. It's on all the same apps I'm on. I think it's I, that uh, Timberwolves Explosion is on. I think it's on Spotify also, but basically everything, including something called iHeartRadio that's uh, still in the process. Hint, hint. But I did already actually post it on there, so it's not necessarily new. It's the application takes a couple weeks, and it's still pending. So iHeartRadio, knock on wood, uh, I'll be joining uh, Courtside over there as well, hopefully. But, uh, yep, they're on all the same things, Google and, and uh, Apple and all that, of course. Courtside Podcast, one of the best, if not the best, basketball shows on the bleeping planet. On the bleeping planet. So let's get to what Wayne had to say. Wow, just wow. If this game doesn't highlight what I've been talking about the past few weeks, I don't know what will. I, I don't know either, because you're, you're dead accurate, Wayne. You're dead accurate. The frustration, people thinking you're too negative? No, you're not too negative. You're not too negative. <laughs> you're not. Uh, we got caught sleeping, and we just kept sleeping. That was the problem. We took the blue pill. Levi Brown angrily... angrily uh, liked, you know, an angry like or whatever they call that, just an angry click to when I said absolutely pathetic. Jop followed multiple guys beyond the three-point line. Ridiculous. No control whatsoever. And Jop was, I don't think he's mad at me. He's mad at the situation. Luke Rasmussen, locally here, says, I really don't want to tell you what happened. And yeah, I mean, it's, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Luke, in a big way. Well, I don't know why there's a see all button and all it did was just reload the whole damn page, which is irritating. Ah, uh, so I think that's it for that thread. Now we'll go to the other, the last one that I posted, and then we'll get nail into uh, Wayne Wayne Hunter to say love it there. I was saying, but yep, the article of course NBA from ESPN.com Fox's comeback capping shot a violation. Yep, because the free throw where he you know clanged it off the front of the rim. I mean, I was always super good at getting rebound my own rebound off of free throws and scoring. I was because my hustle is crazy good. That's one of the reasons I became a good player later on uh, in my teens, my later teens, because my quick first step. Hopefully I didn't violate the uh, the line, because maybe I did, and I didn't even realize it, but I never got called for it, so you know, get up there and get that damn rebound. You're one of the top guys at that. Uh, Fox's comeback shot a violation, so let's get to the response by Tene Brown. He says, those two-minute reports are stupid. Don't accomplish anything, and you're right. No use blaming the rest for the loss. Why were they even in a position to lose with that lead they had? They held, sorry me. Uh, honestly, I'm sick of this team right now. I thought we were going to be far more competitive this season, but no, we're just wasting away another season. And believe me, do I agree with you there. And where do we even go from here? What's the goal for the season for this team? I'm hearing a lot of trust the system. They're new to the system. Yeah, I get sick of that too. It didn't work with Tibbs, did it? We kept hearing trust the system and uh, trust the process. It okay, you know. <laughs> That's what almost it almost was like that with the in the Garnett era in a way, you know, and Nesterovich and all these guys. And by the more you know, it, they were thirty, and it's like oh, <laughs> now they're starting to decline a little bit. Uh, the system was working about as well as well as it possibly could in this game, and they still managed to blow it. 
we need to bring in some winners, leaders, some voice of reason, because right now the, t- the Timberwolves are an absolute joke. Might as well call the fan base Timber Fools, because we, we've all been fooled into thinking this would change year by year. Amen. That was as good of a comment as I've ever seen on this page. And you know what? Thank you. See, that is what a fan is all about. That is what a fan is all about. If you're just going to say, yeah, you know, they came up short, and you know, are we okay, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, what, you know we'll trust the system. They're going to be good, you know, and all that. I, I don't like to hear that crap anymore. That That's what a fan is all about right there. Somebody who's willing to say, I'm sick of this crap, and let's, you know, we need to, we need some changes. Well, we do, do we ever need changes? We do need a voice of strength. We do need an alpha personality because it's official. I'm going to say it right here, right now, and I'm sure Tanae basically already said it right there. He, he said it right there without saying it. Carl Anthony Towns is not an alpha. Carl Anthony Towns is not an alpha dog. He is not. I said it. He's not an alpha dog. So, there it's been said. He's not. And I think many people have already said it locally. It, it's a fact, though. It's, you know, and I've been wanting to say it for a while, but games like this are where you, it's just flat-out proof. And other games as well. He's not an alpha. It seems like he's just worried about complaining to the damn refs and, you know, and whatever. Like, oh, woe is us. You know, just lead. Lead, damn it. If you're really a leader and a captain, lead. Don't just lead when complaining to the refs. Lead on the blank court. Lead on the blank court. Gall blank court. court. That's just all there is to say. And all of you shade-wearing timber fools out there need to take the red pill and throw that blue pill right out the window and watch it get smashed by that that, uh, choo-choo train on the train tracks. No more blue pills. Red pills only, or get the bleep out of here. That's what I'm telling you. Even though the Timberwolves' color is blue, put that blue pill somewhere else. It's garbage. Stop following the team, uh, you know, blindly, and just say, ah, oh, you know, you know. <laughs> no, uh, no more you know. Stop. Enough of this. Make, make a damn trade and bring in some leaders and some winners. And Rajon Rondo could have been something like that. I don't know. He, sometimes he's a little cancerous, too. But I think Rajon Rondo's in the perfect place right now, unfortunately. You know, and we're not going to have him, I guess, at this stage. So let's get to Wayne Hunt's posts. Oh, and did, oh, you jinxed us, all right. But I'm not blaming you. They jinxed themselves, brother. So Wayne Hunt says, Happy Australia Day. This is on the 25th of January. Already a month after Christmas. Can you believe it? But yeah, let's make it about Australia Day at this point. Much as I love Christmas. Happy Australia Day, Joey Awajan. From all your mates. From all your mates of the Coltside Podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. And there is uh, Shane Heal with Flip Phil Flip Saunders. Philip Saunders. Number 10 there. Oh, man. Beautiful day. That was back when, again, Marbury was a rookie. Because, yep, that was when Shane Heal was here in those times. And he got hot in that one game with 15 points in a very short amount of time. Ah, Garnett in his second year. New logo, new uniforms for the Wolves. Oh, man. Talk about fresh, new, and exciting. It didn't get fresher, newer, or more exciting than that. (laughs) It was like, it was literally like a better version of Peyton and Kemp. That's what I thought it was going to be. Because Garnett was going to be better than Kemp. And I hoped Marbury would be better than Peyton. But... And no, Garnett was definitely better than Kemp, but uh, the Peyton Marbury thing? No, 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 no. Peyton, baby. But I wish. Vince Germano says, man, I wish he'd struck around, stuck around if for a few years. They would have loved him. Could shoot it from anywhere. And we could really use him now, especially. Um, Shane Heal would have probably had much more success in today's league than back then. Even though threes were becoming more prominent in the late 90s. Because that was getting to be the late 90s there, Kobe's rookie year. Three points were coming around. That's where that's where Kobe was better than Michael. He had more of an outside game than Michael. Uh, Michael was a, now that I've said that name a million times, uh, you know, he was a slasher, mid-range shooter who could hit a clutch three. 
That's basically where it was. Philip Brown, out of uh, well, out of Australia, obviously a big Knicks fan, says uh, that Australia versus USA game. He went off. Darn. Yeah, but I, I love Philip Brown. Love you. Hope you keep posting. And thank you, Vince Germano. And I was saying Happy Australia Day. I love you all. And those of you guys, uh, Wayne Hunt and Vince Germano, love that one. And thank you guys so much for that. We'll continue now. 25th of Jan again. Love the settler nickname for Wiggins' last show. Very fitting. There is something very wrong with the Minnesota roster right now. It doesn't work, and Carl's part of it, buddy. Yeah, and, and I know. Yeah, Wiggins and Carl right now. It's nothing personal. It's business. They need to be better. They need to be more focused, and they need somebody, an alpha dog, that isn't going to trash them, but is going to help them. That's the thing. See, the alpha dog with Jimmy Butler, he may have been right when he criticized them, but he trashed them too much, and it caused a cancerous situation. How about an alpha dog with a similar personality to Jimmy Butler, but with an encouraging side to it? That's like, become alphas like me, or at least follow my lead, this or that. Then, there you go. The odds of that happening are, I don't know yet. <laughs> Come on, Culver, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. There, There's something with Culver, but it ain't there yet. Raynon says, I believe the Wolves need a major overall. So let me ask the host with the most this. If you could only keep two players moving forward, who would you keep and why? Thoughts. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was saying this is probably one of those I will definitely shave for the show. I'm guessing you were expecting that. Anyone else wants to comment, jump on board? Nobody did. Wayne Hunt says, I'm definitely moving forward with Towns and Culver and making everyone else available, including Coach. If Towns doesn't want to be there, I'll keep Culver and Kogi. Bring in young talent. What's on the table and draft well? Uh, bring in talent for what's on the table and draft well. You know what? I'm not trying to ride your coattails, but I agree 100% with the people you picked there. I'd almost go with Gorgie and Culver, but no. I mean, I, I'm not going to trade Towns at the moment. Towns is the closest thing to a franchise player, and if you can get an Alva Dog type to get him going, that would be great. I love Wiggins, and I'd hate to see him go, because when he does play well, like he did against Sacramento before that two-minute, three-minute BS, before the BS, um... I loved what I saw. He had a little Kobe going on. A little bit of Kobe going on. Not the real Kobe, but like a kind of imitation Kobe. Imitation Kobe going on. And then, you know, stuff happened. Uh, Culver needs to be here. There is a little something there. I think it's there. It's just going to take a while. There's something there. I think there's going to be a little bit of something going on with Culver. So I have to go with that because... You know, it's not Napier, even though he's got some leadership skills. He does. And I like what he did. He stood up for, he was the only guy who stood there and was a spokesman for the team. And he said a lot of the right things. And he just, I just wish there was a little bit more game in, in Shabazz Napier that he could actually be a leader. Uh, a lot of people were hoping that. Uh, he's got he's got that leadership mentality, but unfortunately, he's one of those off-the-bench type of leaders, which isn't always a bad thing because some great players came off the bench and were good leaders. I'd like to keep Napier actually for a little while. I I would. I uh, probably don't. Probably won't even cost that much. I think he's one of those guys you should keep. But obviously, if you have to keep only two, it has to be Townsend Culver right now. It has to be only Townsend Culver, and it'd be nice to get that contract from Wiggins off the books. But uh, I don't know. Uh, pray to God that some major elf is coming. Wayne Hunt says, I don't want to jinx you, but it's halftime against the Kings, and you guys just might win this one, or might just win this one. Hold tight. <laughs> the Wolves are blowing them out all the way into the last couple seconds. Yeah, basically. They're kicking their butts all the way in the last couple seconds. Yeah. And then Wayne Hunt says, wait a minute. How the, what the, how the, like, are the Wolves trying to honor Kobe by losing 24 in a row or something? Yeah, I think so. How are you going to let Sacramento have a fourth quarter like that? Coach, 
isn't going to make the All-Star break at this rate. They, I don't think they'll fire him, but like in a normal circumstance, say if he'd been here a couple of years, yeah, yeah, he'd probably, he'd probably may, he might have gotten fired after that game, actually. Honestly, just because that's how it goes. You know, I mean, that's how it goes. Coaches get blamed for that stuff. Even if it isn't their fault, they still get blamed for it. Um, or blowout wins versus the Lakers with no LeBron last year. Coaches get fired also uh, because it was time for some reason. They just decided that day, new year, new coach, I guess. <laughs> that was a weird situation, but it, you know, you knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, even Thibodeau knew it. Yeah, he knew it. He's basically like, I didn't expect it this early, <laughs> but it was. Uh, well, um, I don't know. <laughs> he pretty much said what needed to be said there and, and all that. With that said, it's been a long show. I hope you enjoyed it. I apologize if it's too long for some of you that don't always like super long shows. Uh, again, uh, please tell your friends about the show if you could. Write a positive ring on iTunes, this or that. Send an audio submission if you could. Just use the voice uh, recording free application on any any uh, device on the planet. Click record. Treat it like a phone call. Email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. And then, thank you again very much. We'll talk to you next week. God bless all of you. And hopefully the Wolves actually win two of one. Maybe I'll be right this time.